Sometimes love makes you act like a dick face. Hi, my name is Ian Volts Price. Welcome back to the Looter Table. And today I was going to do something about uh, fear and paranoia, but it's been a really stressful day. So I thought it'd be much funnier and fun to go through my uh, romantic misadventures throughout the years. Now, I spoke last time about my, like, abusive relationship. I'm not going to... I'm probably not going to go too far into that because that's not funny. <laughs> it's just kind of sad. So, I remember as a child, I think it was, like, in grade... Like, third grade or something, um, people started having crushes. And I didn't have one um, because I didn't like people like that. <laughs> I still don't always like people like that. It just... I, I'm always a late bloomer in just about everything that I do. I'm usually the last, which used to make me feel bad, but honestly, it's just it's just my biochemistry and, like, the kind of person I am mentally, and, like, that's fine. Um, but I, I had a fake crush. <laughs> I had a fake crush on this girl who um, was a really nice person, and, and I chose her because, like, on paper, she was uh, smart and nice. And I was like, those are good qualities. I'll pick her. And I did that. I remember doing that for a couple weeks. Or, like, somebody would ask me and I'd, I'd say it or something like that. It wasn't true. Nothing ever happened with it. And I don't think... I don't think the woman ever found out or got upset by it. I don't even know her anymore. Like, I don't even know where she is. Um... But I just remember feeling a little little bad about that. But looking back on it, it's kind of funny. Um, and then, like, through middle school, I don't remember a lot. Uh, through middle school and, and grade school, it's kind of like my bullied phase. So I, I got very internal during that time. I probably had something going on. Um, I was definitely, like, a sexual person coming into that at that point. But I didn't really have any real, real... I remember something. I remember in bow school, I had a friend who moved away for a while. And we were really close. Um, we used to play like after school in the playground as kids. And we, we went away for a while. And then she came back. And like we went to do a play date together. And it was really awkward. And I couldn't figure out why I couldn't talk to her. And she like felt like she couldn't talk to me. And it's because we I found out later it's because we both kind of had like mutual crushes on each other at this like young age of like being in sixth grade and things like that which is pretty funny of course then I moved on to like seventh grade which was a separate school so that fizzled out nothing happened with that and I'm actually she's actually uh, married to a really close friend of mine now and they're still really close to me which is pretty great how that works around but and then I didn't really have any more types of things like that until the freshman year of high school I got this huge crush on this uh very Irish looking woman um which I've you know I don't know why that that's my thing but that's my thing uh, you know red hairs the freckles pale whatever um and so I had this huge crush on her and I would just try to be as close proximity to her at all times as if by osmosis she would begin to feel the same way as me which by the way doesn't fucking work stop doing it uh because there's a lot of people out there that do that shit and it's really annoying just hanging out with somebody isn't gonna make them like you and there are people my age that try and pull that shit and it's so so dumb 
and it's a waste of your time and it's a waste of theirs. Uh, the the key to any 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 relationship at all is communication. I know it's said a thousand times, but I'm gonna be the thousand and first because it's true. Anyway, back to the story. I had a crush on this girl, and I remember just orbiting around her constantly, even when I was home. Sometimes I would like. I remember like texting my friend CJ at like 12 at night because I'm like, dude, I can't sleep because I like her so much. And uh, I would go, she wrote these like fan fictions and I would go on them and read them and like comment stuff, you know, not inappropriate things, mind you. I was never like scissors. I was never like offensive, but I would try to talk to her about the things that she liked. Um, and I have an odd memory of being in English class and disagreeing with her on something and, and like a couple minutes later changing my opinion to agree with hers because I was like, oh no, that hurt my chances. I never had a chance, by the way. Let's just lay that up front. I never had a chance. She never liked me. And if the other person doesn't like you, you don't have a chance. Anyway, um, so I remember the moment where I started to pull back. There were two moments. The first moment, she started um, linking up with this guy, and it looks like they were about to date, and that was the first moment. The second moment was we were out on the track, just jogging during gym outside because it was nice. And um, there were two instances. One instance was I got really upset that this guy was, like, being kind of sexual towards her, towards her in, like, kind of an inappropriate way. But offended in a deep like to my core kind of way that was inappropriate like obviously I should be offended by that and I should stick up for that but it was like I was personally being attacked when nothing was happening to me everything was happening to her and we weren't together and so frankly other than the fact that another person is offending and harassing another person that's none of my goddamn business like if that makes sense that was the first moment the second moment was out on the track again a lot of stuff happens on the track in uh, intermediate schools. I don't know if you guys know this, but if you send a bunch of kids outside away from teachers, shit goes down. <laughs> so a close friend of mine, not not uh, close, quote unquote, we were acquaintances and I highly respected the man, um, made a joke at this woman that I had a crush on about me and I heard it and I was like, oh no. This is actually like a bad thing that I'm doing and I need to reanalyze what I'm doing and fix it. So I did. I pulled back. I was, I was still kind of weird around her probably. I don't entirely remember. But I pulled back. And then next year is the year that I got involved in my uh, long-term relationship that lasted several years and, and ended badly. Um but at the beginning, it was kind of nice. Like, yeah, you know, I we went to prom together. It, the the prom story is actually really funny, cause I was a, I would think I was a freshman. It was the same year. Yeah, cause I wasn't allowed to go to prom, and I was a freshman. But I had some senior, cause only juniors and seniors were allowed to go. But if you invited a freshman, they were allowed to go. So we had some senior friends, who invited me and my brother, to go, to this thing, the prom, and I met that ex there and we instantly like connected we instantly just like that and I, <laughs> it's really bad because my date was not that person like I know the date was kind of a technicality at that point but my date w there were three things going on right now 
My date wasn't that person. My date was a different woman who I ignored all night, which at the time I didn't know was shitty, but now I realize that was really, really shitty of me. The second thing going on is there was a weird love triangle where one of the girls that invited me was into me, but my brother was into her. So that's going on, and this other thing's going on. So the woman who's into me starts talking to me. The woman who I'm into knows the woman that's into me, so she has some reservations about that. And it was just, it was just this weird thing all night. But, but we definitely ended on a high note, and I, and I was going to ask her out at the end of the night, but I, I, I chicken-shitted the fuck out. Like, I, I backed straight away from that, and I remember I side-hugged her, the girl that I was into, and the, the girl that wanted to be with me. I side-hugged both of them and went home, and I didn't say anything to either of them for a week. <laughs> Um, actually, I might have contacted the girl that I was into before that, but it was, it was, like, a good amount of time, and keep in mind, this was a 24-hour affair, or, like, at least a 12-hour affair, where we went to prom in the night, and then we went to after prom into the morning, and we were together that entire time, uh, and me and this girl that I was into were totally vibing the entire time, and then I waited three weeks, <laughs> three weeks to ask her out, and she said yes, and we, uh, did that, um, I guess this is a good point to get into the fear pit that I'm going to next time. I am a super nervous person. I always like to get permission from the other person beforehand. And because I was a kid, I never knew how to ask for it. Like now I just ask because if you want something, you have to ask for it. And if you don't ask for it, you don't get it. So if you want something, you should ask. But at the time, I didn't know how to ask anybody anything. So it took me forever to do that. And then... It took me forever to do any. I wouldn't. I would not go in her house. I was like, I am so scared to meet your parents. I am the most meet your parents guy that I know. Literally, pretty much, except for maybe my friend Mike. Shout out to Mike. He's a homie. But uh, I think I'm the most like. Yeah, you could totally take me home. I'm unthreatening. I'm friendly. You know, and and I talk well to parents because I talk well to people who are older than me. But I was I was so scared. I was frightened shitless. And so it takes me forever to actually get in her house. And then I think it took me three months, three months to actually kiss her and then four to kiss her on the lips. Because I think three months was the forehead and four months was the lips. And <laughs> oh, my God, it was it, it's really funny looking back on it because everything's brand new. And there's definitely some self-esteem involved in this. Um Growing up, I was bullied a lot for my appearance, mostly for my hair. I used to have really big hair that I don't keep now because I like this better. Um, but at the time, I just didn't really know what my like style was, quote unquote. And so I didn't really take care of my appearance. And so I was bullied a lot for it. And so I grew up never really like thinking that I was going to be the person to be romantically or sexually involved with anybody. And at the time, that wasn't like depressing. That was just the fact of my life. So anything that ever happened to me that was that way was like astonishing. And the fact that anybody would ever find me attractive was like amazing. And um, yeah, I didn't have a lot of respect for myself back then. Um, but that's okay. That's changed now. I just wanted to bring that up because it's important moving forward. Um, 
And so that's kind of how I fell down that rabbit hole in the first place, which I'm not going to get into today. But I fell down because I constantly wanted her approval and she constantly wanted me to do more for her and I did more and blah, 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 blah. And we break up, right? And if you've ever been in kind of that abusive situation, you know when that person like leaves you, it's like you have absolutely nothing left because all your self-worth and value is put into that person. So I had to look elsewhere. So I did find that in the job, as I mentioned on the last podcast. But I also tried to find it in another relationship. Um, don't get in relationships when you're really sad. It's it's not. It's like alcohol. It's like drugs. Like it's just not a good idea. Um, and it's funny because internally, externally, I wanted that. I wanted that relationship to cover up the patches. But internally, I knew it was wrong. So what ended up happened, it was me just doing really dumb, cringy shit for the next three years. Um, uh, uh, God, a lot of my, a lot of my friends were involved in it. A lot of my friends were sad too. So that was a really toxic environment. Um, if you're ever going to have friends with benefits, make sure you don't like them first. That's a big thing because you'll fuck yourself up. Um, I went on a really bad date with a woman that I knew was going to be a bad date. Like I just, I knew it from the get, like we didn't have enough in common. We, we just, we weren't linked up like that. Uh, our interests were totally different. Um, she was very self-centered and I, I, I knew, I knew it wasn't going to work out, but I was like, you know what? Let me go on this date anyway. And then I ruined another date. This, this woman's married and having a child now. So hats off to her. She's, she's happy. And I, and I love her for that. Um, but I went on a date with this one woman that was actually really nice. We went, um, to, to Philly on the, uh, new year. And I, I, we, we weren't even going there on a date. I was going there with a group of friends and we totally just started like getting each other. And then the planning started to begin. And then I way overthought it. And I took her, what did I where did we go? We went to the fucking Deptford mall, which is not a place you take somebody on a date. That's not what you do. It's like, it's, I don't even know. It's like taking a date to a trash heap. <laughs> like, look at all the junk. Like, let's have a party. And I and I I couldn't start up a conversation for anything because I couldn't just sit there and be myself because I had all these insecurities. Um, there was another moment where uh, I went to this party with this woman, uh, very nice woman, um, and we had a we had a really fun time. We went to this like frat house and we talked and we danced and we did all this other stuff. And then she, we were going back to her like apartment. And she said, oh, well, my, uh, my roommate's out of town. I get the lights off. I guess my roommate's out. And I said, okay, well, I'll see you later. And I walked back to my friend's house in the dark. Um, and I get halfway back. I remember I get halfway back there and I just go, fuck. Like I start screaming to myself because I, I, I realized that she was probably intending me to follow her into the room and that didn't happen at all, which is probably good that it didn't happen because I probably would have been really uncomfortable and awkward. So we're going to be we're going to be thankful for that moment instead of uh, aggressive. <laughs> and then, um, God, what else? God, I am really uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, it, it all stems from insecurity. If you're un- insecure about yourself, you're going to be insecure around other people and other people aren't going to fix that insecurity. So you really just got to embrace that stuff. I, 
I dated this one girl for a month. Again, I just, I knew, I knew from the get it was going to be a bad idea. There was, um, too, she was too far of an age difference. Um, I wasn't, like, she wasn't underage, but there was just too far of an age difference. Too far of a mental age difference. Um, and it was just, I remember we, I, I got together with her because she, again, she was nice. She was driven and, you know, we, we both liked theater. So we kind of vibed on that. But um, she, like, immediately, like, wanted to be in a relationship and was posting pictures of us and, like, doing all this stuff. And, like, I didn't mind being in a relationship with her. Like, that wasn't the problem. It was just all of a sudden we were linked. And we hadn't been together for, like, two weeks. And all of a sudden we were linked at the heel. Um, again, she's doing great now. So, like, none of these people are... Nobody's tremendously hurt when I break up with them. But that's an interesting part about it. That's the first time I ever had to break up with somebody. I, I've never broken up with anybody. My, my last relationship, like the, the bad one, was so long and so drawn out. Like, we knew it was going to happen. So when it happened, it was whatever. But this is the first time I had to kind of let somebody down. And I actually, I'm, I'm kind of proud of myself for this. Because I, I, um, I drove to her house. I did it in person. I did all the things you're supposed to do. And it was fine. And, and, I, and I dropped out of that when I knew it was wrong. I feel like a lot of people stay way too long in these relationships that it, it's just not a good idea. It's just not a good idea. If you don't like the person and you're staying with them, you're harming them. Like, not just yourself, but you're being selfish because you don't want to have the fight and you don't want to have the guilt and you don't want to deal with that pain. Like, you won't break up with them. And I, I think that's a really bad mentality to have. Like, you got to be honest. And that's easier said than done. I know that's way easier said than done, but you got to be honest. Um, and now we're getting closer and closer to today. This is like 20 minutes long of me just fucking up with relationships. Uh, closer to today, um, I am now in a fantastic relationship. Really quick, before I started that relationship, I uh, kind of... I feel I was really proud of myself for this one. I started dating this woman very, very, very briefly that was very similar to my ex. And I saw, like, all the red flags, and I did it anyway, which was a bad idea. Um, but when shit started to go south after, like, two days, mind you, like, three, four days, shit started to go south. And I was like, this isn't going to work. Um, I said no, and I walked away. And I just, I just was like, I do not want to be treated like this again. I do not want this to be my life for the next four years again. And I walked away. And I I really think that that is the coolest thing ever. Like, the fact that I actually took something from all the mistakes I've made in the past. I, I, I'm, I'm having, slowly building, as I'm doing this, a new kind of really good obsession with failure. Um, so I guess it's good that I failed all these relationships, right? Um... And, and all the knowledge and good stuff it can bring for you and for who you are. I think relationships are a very good reflection of where you are at the current point. Because you're going to attract people that are like you, right? So if you're interested in, uh, I don't know, uh, crime. I don't know, just throwing it out there. 
you're gonna attract people who are interested in that kind of- Like, if your shoplifting is your thing, you're gonna attract people who like shoplifting, and who likes to shoplift is gonna- You know? And people tend to connect on core values. So if your core values are fucked because your self-identity is shit, then you're gonna attract other people whose core values are fucked because their self-identity is shit. And they don't know who they are. Um, so... That is why it's really cool that I'm in a really great relationship today because it means that I actually know myself and know what I'm doing. And so does she because if I know who I am and I'm acting my way, I'm going to attract people that are like that. And um, I'm happy to say she's attracted to me, which is unbelievable, by the way, the fact that she's actually interested in me. I'm looking at her, but I don't know if she's actually listening or not. I don't have my glasses on. There we go. No, she's not listening to me. That's fine. <laughs> but we actually got together through my college. Uh, I did theater groups. And if you don't know anything about theater groups, theater groups just screw each other. Like That's what happens. That's the crude way of putting it. Like People usually end up in relationships with the people that they do theater with. Because you spend so much time together in such an exposing and intimate setting that's just generally what happens. And sometimes it's really toxic and bad. And in this case, it wasn't. Um, but we've been together for almost two years. A year and eight, nine months? How long have we been together, honey? Almost two years. Almost two years, yeah. Yeah, we're working on two years. It's what? What's the actual? It's October 20th, right? October 20th. Hey, I remembered. That's awesome. Uh, I'm not getting in trouble today. That's good. Uh, October 20th. Um, we got together after like a hollow. This is this is me. Like I know I'm like kind of a super positive and bright person, but a big thing is I like creepy shit. And so after we performed a Halloween dinner theater, um, which I should mention that we were a couple in the bit the piece that we did. Um, she sang what a song from the Corpse Bride, right? You did. Yeah, she she sang a song from The Corpse Bride, and I was the, the husband whose name I escapes me at the moment. And I was, like, running away from her while she was singing because I was scared. It was a really fun and funny bit. I actually really liked doing that. But um, afterwards, I drove her home because I would drive her home because I liked her and I thought she was super cute. So I would make the excuse of hanging out with her by driving her home. Um and we listened to Watsky albums because at the time, that's the only bit of musical mutual interest that I had to grab onto. So I, I grabbed onto it like a vice. And I would, <laughs> I would play it every single time we, uh, I drove her home because I was like, I don't know what else to do. Bing, here we go. And we're going to talk about shit. Um, and we drove through a graveyard by accident because I made a wrong turn. And, uh, and of course, me and the guy was like, do you want to keep, like, going through the graveyard? And she was like, yeah, sure, why not? Because, like, you know, we felt it in the air. And then I drop her at her house. And I do the same thing I did last time. I got so chicken shit. I let her out the car. I let her go. I was like, all right, well, have a nice night or something like that. She gets out the car, and she leans against the car and starts looking at the stars. Just like, all right, bitch, come on. Come here and, like, let's get this thing over with. And so, finally... Finally, I come out of the car, and finally, I'm willing to address her face-to-face, -face. and, um, I basically put it that, like, listen, like, if we, if we keep doing, doing this shit where we're hanging out, uh, I'm gonna have to, like, kiss your face, or some dumb thing like that, and she was like, that wouldn't be such a bad thing, and I said, yeah, 
And she was like, yeah. And so I, I kissed her and thus sealed our fate for the next two years and beyond. Um, and things have been fantastic pretty much ever since. I mean, we have our rocky bits as much as every relationship does. But, like, when you have two people who are different people, because everyone's a different person, you have moments like that. Um, and the biggest thing, the biggest thing I can say that was a green light for any relationship, the biggest green light I can have is when you bring up an issue, they actually, like, acknowledge the issue and work to fix it. I, I, even if they don't fix it, even if they don't succeed in fixing it, the fact that they're willing to work with you means the absolute world to me the 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 admission that there might be doing they might be doing something that's wrong is so so key and the willingness to change and that's that's for you as well right like you can't just say oh you're doing that wrong when in fact it's your own insecurity that's making you feel like that person's doing that thing wrong like you really have to also analyze yourself whenever you bring up a problem because otherwise you're just talking out your ass and molding another person into your box so that you can have the perfect little relationship that you want. So it, it is really key to be honest with yourself first. And then once you do the analysis, once you fully explore the issue and realize that you're not the one being a jackass, uh, you can talk to them about it and they reciprocate. And, and that that has been the absolute number one pillar. Number two is like loving each other, right? But number one is respecting each other. Absolutely, 100%, no doubt about it. Love is, is, is secondary to that. I always say like put love in what you do and make sure there's love in it. But that is absolute respect for yourself, a respect for your environment, and respect for the other person, hands down, number one thing. Um, and I have had a fantastic two years because of that. Um, I have learned so much about myself because uh, a relationship, how you feel about another person is just really a mirror for how you see yourself. Uh, that's a good one. I'm going to clip that. I like that. That's nice. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know this i don't know i never know how to end things i think that's gonna be the card that's gonna be the card that's gonna be the card i never know how to end things but uh what it is what it do um let me know leave a comment uh tell me what you thought about this and um yeah if you have i i'm pretty decent about giving advice out and i obviously perspective is everything your individual knowledge is everything but like you know, comment below. Tell me something. Tell me about your nice relationship and things like that. And uh, follow me on Twitter, please. Thank you. At the underdog 004. At the underdog 004. I have social medias all over the place. Okay, thanks. Bye. Goodbye.